Okay, everybody have a, a Bible? I've got a few of them left back here in the back. If you don't have one, raise your hand. If you need one, Kyle will pass it out to you. If I hit you, I'm sorry. That's all we got. You got to sort of share. Sorry, that's all we got. I um, Who here has played the game called All Dude? Okay, good. Okay, just curious. Jake has played it. Um, have you played the game Spoons? All right. I, um, I'm going to ask for a representative from, from each group. I'm going to ask Kyle... Alan, who's an adult champion at Spoons, to come up to represent the, the adults in the house. Pre- pressure is on you, Kyle. Okay. Um, and before I go on, y'all are going to use a deck of Star Wars villain cards. Nothing but the best here, guys. You know what I'm saying? I need a 11th and 12th. I really need a 12th grade representative to, to take care of the 11th and 12th grade group. Samantha, was, was that you? Samantha or Brittany? I'm going to have one. I need a ninth and 10th grade representative, ninth or 10th grade representative, and pick a ninth and 10th grade representative for me, please. Five seconds. Bishop, come on down. I need a 6th, 7th, and 8th grade representative. 6th, 7th, and 8th grade representative. Uh, we're going to go with Corbin. Come on down. I saw your hand first. And um, this is a game called Spoons. Who here has played the, the, this game of Spoons? Now, we play this game after high school small groups quite a bit, and this game is the meanest game I've ever seen in my life. People bite, they scream, they, they yell, they weep, they gnash their teeth, and all sorts of things. Well, we don't throw forks at the high school one. So, um, <laughs> it's spoons. So, the point of the game is this. It's got rules, right? If you've not played before, the rules are this. You each have four cards to start off with. You've got to get four of the same card, whether it's four kings, four queens, four tens, four fours, four twos, something like that. You pick one card up, you place it down. You cannot pick more than one card up at a time. At any one time, you can't have more than five cards in your hand as you look and place one down. So you, you can only pick up one at a time. That's a rule. You got the rules, guys? Yes. Yeah? Okay. Now, we're going to see who is the champion. We will actually have two. We're just going to do one round of this. There's only two spoons. So the one who gets the four of a kind wins. Now, you cannot throw the spoons or if you grab a spoon and you don't have four of a kind and no one else does, then you lose. And you've got to walk around like this for the rest of the night. Okay? You got it? All right. I need um, one person will stand here, one here, one here, one here. Which, 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 um, which representative is going to win? This kid. You can. You can. That's four. Four for everybody. Um, who's the oldest? I, I, yeah, did I not get it out? If it's a joker, it's Jawas. Jawas are the, the, the joker. Do you all have one at all? No? Um, Kyle, since you're the oldest, we will let you start with the deck. Only one card at a time. We're going to see who the winner is. Ready, set, go. This is intense. I know y'all are sitting there on the edge of your of your seat, about to explode. Make sure we place them. These cards are these these cards are hard to uh, read too. It's great. Oh, 
Samantha, that was two cards. You pull that again and you're out of here. This has never gone this long before. Oh, wow. Wow. Samantha, you got your choice of this or this, but please do not eat them in the church. This bag is not opened up in the church at all. There you go, Bishop. You got the second one. Good job. Yes, you can keep the spoon. Anybody else want a spoon? All right. Kyle, Kyle, since you lost, can you take this back there in the back? Thank you, sir. Well, don't kill anybody, Kyle, because you're ang- angry because you lost. All right. Can I ask you something? Thank you, Jeff. Um, did that game just change your life? Bunch of liars you are. When you play a game of spoons... If you played it two years ago and you played eight games, do you remember how many times you won or lost? Y'all are a bunch of freaks. Y'all are a bunch of competitive freaks. Here, Kyle. Well, do you live or die by the games that you you play? No. No, you don't. Okay? They're games. They don't mean anything. All right. David, that's sort of dumb. Okay. My point is this. We play games, right? And sort of, you sort of, some, some, some of you were dying to be in on the game and play, right? And you're just so upset, you just want to weep because you didn't get to play. But uh, as you watch, you're like going, okay, get on the game. If you were playing, you'd have been into it huge. We love games. We love to do them. We do them a lot. But when the game's done, life isn't changed much, right? It's just done. It was fun for the time, and, and then we moved on. My question for tonight is, why do we so many times rank our Christian walk the same level as a game? And what I mean with this is, is we do it, we say it's important to us, we do even some things right, but at the end of the day, it really doesn't, matter. We're not changed. And in truth, it was all just a game. And my, my question for you is right now, thinking by yourself, not, not caring who is beside you, is, is your Christian walk, your relationship with God, a game or not? And I want you to look and see how you can tell because I think sometimes we fool ourselves and we think that we're, we're in it and we're doing it right. And in truth, we're just playing a game. Turn to Mark chapter 10 because this is a passage here that I think many of you will have heard and read before and, and, and seen. But I want you to see what this guy does because it relates to us. And I think it relates um, not just to teenagers but adults here. A lot. So turn to Mark chap, 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 chapter 10. Let, let me get there too. Because truth is this. Christianity and the Christian faith in your walk isn't here just to pass the time. It's not here just to entertain you. It's here, first of all, to change your life. To change where you're 
bound to go because you've earned hell, and it's to change that direction where you are going to eternity with God. But not only that, but it's to change those around you by what you live and what you say. Look at this story. Who here has heard the story of the rich young ruler? Right? We, we, we sort of heard the story. This, we're in Mark 10. Uh, it's also found in Luke, and it's also found in the book of Matthew. But we're going to look here in the book of Mark, starting in verse 17, because there's a couple things I want you to see about the rich young ruler that relates to us, and um, it, it, uh, it just relates to us. Bishop, can you take the spoon out of your mouth, because it makes me want to go get something to eat. Thank you. Perfect. Mark chapter 10, verse 17. Says this, and as he was setting out on his journeys, talk, talking about G- Jesus, a man ran up and knelt before him and asked him, Stop right there. Okay, the first thing we're going to see about the rich young ruler is the one who goes before him. Okay, we see that he does one thing he shows respect for authority. What, what does he do? Jesus is about to leave. He's just talked to a bunch of small kids and spent time with them. They're around a big crowd. And he's an important guy, and he runs up to him and kneels. Now, if someone kneels to you, that should make you nervous because it's a guy proposing, probably. But if it's to something else, if it's not a guy, it's a girl, and they kneel to you, and they want to ask you something, what does that mean? It, it, it's important. And are they being res, 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 respectful? That's the hardest word in the world. Right? They are. They're being respectful. They're bowing. He's asking something. And he comes with respect to authority. Okay? First thing he, he does. And you know what? From day one with this youth group, and I've been here for almost two years now, hard to believe, I've been so impressed with the manners that y'all have. I hear yes, ma'am, and no, sir, more here than I've ever heard in my life. And I like that. I'm like old school South. Who here is like, if, if, like, I came from a house that if I said, yeah, or uh-huh to my dad, I would go flying. Anybody else, you, you sort of come from that? And there's quite a bit of y'all that when I say something, you say, yes, sir, yes, ma'am. And personally, I appreciate that. Now, you may not have been raised that way, and I understand it, but it's sort of good old South, respectful, very respectful. And I really like that. And this is almost what this guy does. He's being respectful. And he even call, says, um, as he, he ran before, knelt before him, and asked him, Good teacher. Good teacher is what he says. And I'm, I'm trying to express that point. Did, did you get it? Delaney? Okay, good. Good. And so he's, he's even doing everything. He's real polite. He's doing what he's supposed to. He's real hum, 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 humble. And, you know, he asks a, a question here. He says, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Now, is that a good thing to ask? I think if you're here in church today, you've asked that very same thing. Maybe not out loud to a, a crowd or to a guy, but to God. You've gone, God, what, what do, 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 does this take? What does it take? And when I see him, and as I see that read off, I wonder two things. Because he could mean... What does it take? What, what do I have to do? Or what's the least that I've got to do to make it? And I don't know which route he goes here as I read it, but he could be going. Because you know what? If, you get, if you're in school and you get an 89.5, is that an A? No. It, okay, let's say it's an A. That's like the edge. It rounds up to an A. 
or you get a 95. Do you care a whole lot? Or a 91? If it rounds, the 89.5 is to is an A. A lot of times we are prone to go, I mean, I just want to do enough. I just want to get by enough. Let, let me just, what's the min, 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 minimum I've got to do to get by? Um, so, as we, we see him come here, first thing we see is that he shows respect for authority. And you know what? I think we do that a lot. In this, we get right a lot. We show respect for authority. And I think first thing you've got to show respect for is God. If you're going to be a believer in Christ, you've got to show respect to God. You've got to have that first step. But there's more than that. Who else can you show respect for? Your parents, right? The Word of God says to honor your mother and father. You go, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Well, if the Word of God says it, is that what we're supposed to do? Yes. Who else are you supposed to respect? Those who who teach you, right, in school. Now, all I hear when you've got a bad grade is, you don't understand, man, they hate me. It's not my fault. And you're full of stuff, because it is your fault. Because I was there, too, and they used to hate me, too, way back in the day, but they didn't. It's just, you've got to respect authority. Who else authority should you respect your youth pastor, right? Pastor Mike, huh? He's scary, but he's here. Okay, respect authority. The question is, do you or do you not? We all agree, yeah, well, the word of God says it, and that's what we're supposed to do, respect it, just like this guy does when he comes to Jesus and kneels down and even asks the right thing. Do, do we do that? Because, you know, the truth is, and we're just going to look at a, a few things here. Is is um, for some of you, you don't even respect authority. Uh, you don't respect your parents. I've seen the way you talk to them. It's very sad. Uh, those that teach you, uh, you talk back. You're rude. Uh, and the question I have for you tonight is: Is this all just a game? Because we see a guy here that he comes down to Jesus. He's being respectful doing some of the the right stuff, but I don't even think he was getting it right as we see on. But even if if you're not even being respectful, is Christianity to you just a game? Is it changing your life? And look in verse 18. And Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. Just don't miss this. And I'm just going to say this, um, and it's it's not with my, my notes. But he says... Jesus, in this verse, is saying, why do you call me good? Because the only one good is God. And if you call me good, that means that I am God. He's saying right there that he is God. Do, 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 do you understand that I am God? The question is, do we even understand that he is God? Look at, at, at verse 9. He, he goes on to explain um, how he can have eternal life. He says, you know the commandments, do not murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal, do not bear false witness, do not defraud, honor your father and mother. And he said to him, Te- teacher, all of these I've kept from my youth. Okay, first thing we see, he respected authority. The, the second thing is, is that he followed the rules. Or at least he said, man, I, I followed all these, these, these rules to, um, for, from my youth. Now, do I think that he did? I don't, I don't, I don't really know how. Have you, like, followed all those rules since you've been nine? Not lied, honored your parents every time? 
I mean, I think we, we fall there. And he pulls like the last six commandments here that are between man to, man to man. And he doesn't even bring up the ones that are between man and God, which is, which is um, make sure I, I get them right, uh, is um, you, you shall have no other gods before me. You shall not work, 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 worship I, idols. You, you shall not take the Lord's name in vain and uh, remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. Holy. So, what rules on that list do you have teens have to deal with? Okay, the first thing I think is honor your mother and father. What does that mean? Well, it probably deals with if you're going to do that, then you're probably not going to do a lot of things that a lot of teens do. If the chance to go to party comes up, honor your mother and father. Can you go party, go drink? Go smoke, go have sex, do whatever else, and honor your mother and father. That alone, no, you can't, okay? Now, so one of my points is this guy, has, he, he's a good guy. He seems to be a really good guy. He's respectful. He does the rules, or at least try, 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 tries to. And uh, he seems to just to, to get it right, and we're going to see that he doesn't hear but let me share one thing before I go on that irritates me to no end. And I'm going to ask you to help me to squash it because it's insulting to me and it's insulting to God. Okay? I hear the phrase, oh, my God, more often than it, it, it really should be said. And some of you think it's sort of a joke. But do you understand when the Word of God says, do not take the Lord's name in vain? It's like don't use the name of God in a way that, that's, that is a wasteful way. It should be used for praise, to teach and for praise, and, and that's it. And I see, I hear, oh, my God, or oh, God, or um, OMG, and that's safe because I didn't say it, but we, we, we do it all the time. Do you all understand that, that that doesn't honor God? And we act like, well, I go to church, wait, um, Dan, I've, I've come in, in here to youth group, and all of a sudden, it just feels like you're getting on my case that I'm not sort of being good enough, and I'm not doing the rules, 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 rules enough. Well, at least I'm here. And the point is, it doesn't doesn't matter if you're here if you don't honor God with your life. Is it a game? Is it just a game, and you're going to play it for a while, and then you're going to get out, and you're just going to miss the whole point, and the chance for you to be used by God, effective. For God will be lost. Let's go on. Verse 20. So we do see this go. This guy, he followed the rules. Um, but some of us, even in this room, you don't. Um, and the point is that everybody is going to fall. You're going to have times that you choose wrong. And you're going to make the wrong choice. I do it. I, 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 I at times will will have the wrong attitude with my wife or with my kids and just say a thing that is selfishly damned and it's wrong. It's sin- sinful. And you're, you're, you're going to, to sin. You're going to make the wrong choice. The question is, are you going to get up and do what is right? Because if it's a game, you're just going to sort of lax into it. It's just going to become part of who you are. It's, you're going to be ashamed at first, but pretty soon, if you keep it up, you're not going to be ashamed of it. You'll, it'll be hidden at first and pretty soon... It won't be hidden. And look at this in verse 21, because this is just the, the, the gist of, 
of, of this whole thing. I hope I can just tie it in here. And, and, and Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said to him, You lack one thing. Go sell all that you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And come, follow me. Disheartened by the saying, this young man went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. Now, I want you to understand this part of the verse right here. If you get something, start to get this here in verse um, 21. It says that Jesus, looking at him, knowing this guy was going to turn away from him, says he, he loved him. And I don't know what you've done. I don't know what you've done this past month or two months or year or your attitude or, or with your parents. I don't know all that stuff. And you may have gone, Dan, you don't understand what I've done. I've gone too far. I've done, you know, I cannot be forgiven for this. I want you to uh, 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 understand this. God is big, bigger than whatever you have done. And when God, I believe when he looks at you, no matter what he knows you are going to do, he looks at you and loves you. And it's a, I can't even describe what that means. I've truly tried to look and study and pray, but I can't because I'm just not that good. You know, I want to be that good, but I'm not. See, with more compassion, we've seen the Son of God says to the fallen man, that's just like us, you lack one thing, sell everything, give it away, your tre- 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 treasures in heaven, and Follow me. It was the point of this that, okay, so for you to follow God, you've got to sell everything that you have and um, shave your head and put on a robe and walk the streets and just talk about God all the time. Is that the point? Do you think? Because the point is this. Jesus doesn't want our respectful our respect to his authority. He doesn't want our following the rules. He wants us. He wants all of us. And for us to be willing to give up everything we have for him. He wants every bit of you. And you might say, well, that's too much. Well, you don't understand what your sin does in your life and the consequence your sin has and that you are lost and you Will be you will go to hell because of your sin, except for the grace of God when he says he looks at you and loves you and says i 'm enough, trust me i 'm enough, and we go, well, all you do is pray a prayer and then you 're good and it 's so much more than praying a prayer it 's so much more than being nice and respectful it 's so much more than just well, I do the right stuff, and he says, "You know what, I want all of your life." For some of you, I think a lot of y'all are base, baseball players, right? A lot of guys are sort of, okay, if you're not, pick a sport. But if you had the choice between being, the, being a pro baseball player or having a relationship with God, would you have to think about it? Because if you have to think about it, there's a problem. Okay? If you had that choice, what would you take? And, and you've got to ask, girls, I've got to ask you this. You've got the choice. Lifetime with Justin Bieber. Okay? For some of you. Or whatever other. Okay? Or eternity with God. What is 
your choice. I mean, really. Because I hear you rave a lot about him, but I don't hear you talking a whole lot about God. And and uh, what you think about, what you speak about, that that's where your heart is. The things that, that are important to us are what come out of our, our mouths and come out of our, our lives. <clears throat> Look at this last part here. And, you know, it's... it's it, it, it's sad in verse 22, disheartened by the saying, the guy knew what he had to do and he walked away. And there's some even in this room tonight, I believe, that knows, okay, I, you know, I really think God, God wants me um, to follow him, to trust him, to seek him, but I just can't, can't do it. And uh, you're going to be just like this guy in verse 22. He went away sor- sorrowful. Why? Because he couldn't give up the things of the world. The question is, can you give up the things of the world or are you going to keep playing the game? Because the game, if you're playing it as a game, it's just no offense to those who love the game of spoons, but it's just, it's just as dumb as the game of spoons, which really has no whole point to it except I got four of a kind, I grab a spoon, ah! That's what it means. And it's, it's fun and it's gone. And we're going to miss out. And, and look at this in verse 23. Because I think it screams at you. I think it screams at me. And it says, And Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How difficult it will be for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. Do you understand that we're one of the wealthiest nations ever? That you are richer, you alone, not your household, but you alone are richer than probably 95% of the world. The money that you have. And that verse right there, how difficult it will be for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. Why? Because, man, we can't let go. Because if we went out before him and said, Lord, if he came when we knelt, we said, Lord, you're here. I love you. What must I do? And he says, well, you got, you've got to do these things. And you go, man, I've done them. And he goes, well, well let go of it all. Let, let go of it all and go wherever I say go. Um, do whatever I say do. And we'll go, oh, but I can't let it go. And that's the saddest thing is that we're stuck playing a game. And I think there are many in this room, sorry if you're offended, but you play a game. And there comes to a point where you've got to choose, am I going to keep playing the game or not? Because if you're playing a game, if we play a game, we're wasting our time. Because you know what? The truth is the thought of giving our all, because that's all he wants. He doesn't want our nice words. He doesn't want our good acts. He wants us. The greatest thing that we can give him is this. And you go, well, man, if I do that, I'll be a, I'll be a freak. In this world that I live in, I will be a freak, a fanatic. And you're just like, after all, you know, it's just a game. To you, it's just a game. Don't miss out on it. And the truth is this. And just as I wrap, I wrap it up. Easter is coming up pretty quick, a couple of weeks away, and we get caught up in the bunny and the eggs and the just stuff of Easter. And um, don't forget the point of all this is the cross, is that Jesus Christ knew that because of our sin we were lost and we had to get. We had no way to get to God. Our sin 
sinful man, perfect God, cannot come together. We cannot reach him by any good work. And he sent his son to live a life without sin, to die as a sacrifice for sin, for those who believe in him, to trust in him, turn away from their sin, and repent. You can have eternal life with God. And that's the start. That If you want to start to give God your all and you've never done that before, you've got to do that. That's giving God your all and then living that way. You're going to mess up. You're going to fall. You've got to seek him.